Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Well, there's still a few games left to the regular season, but it sure felt like playoff baseball on Thursday night at Joe Martin Field as the Apple Sox pick up a 3-1 victory against the Bellingham Bells. Apple Sox entering must-win territory if they still want a chance at winning the second half, and they do pick up a victory against the Bellingham Bells. The scoring was very brief. The Bells got one run in the first inning when they put three consecutive hits together and scored a run on an infield single for the game's first run. The Apple Sox had stranded the bases loaded in the first inning, would load them back up in the second, and it would help to score a run. But before they were able to score a run on a fielder's choice with the bases full, and then in the bottom of the inning, a couple of strikeouts from Wyatt Queen in his first start of the summer, including a strike him out, throw him out at second to retire the side. The 2-2. On the outside edge for called strike three, 91 miles per hour. And Queen rings up Saunders for out number one in the second. Left-handed hitting catcher steps in and swings and misses, often darting towards second. And gunned down at second base is Nate Kirkpatrick. Strike him out, throw him out to retire the side here in the second inning. Three strikeouts in the game for Wyatt Queen. And he gets a double play to end the second inning. So that sent us to the third inning. Nothing for either team in that frame, but Wenatchee would turn its second of four double plays in the game for the first two outs of the frame. And then in the fifth, Wenatchee would get on the board with the, their first lead since it, an inning and a half of a lead the night before. A solo home run off of the bat of M.G. Sweeney put the Sox in the lead for good on Thursday night. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on and launched down the right field line. This ball is heading back, and it is gone. M.J. Sweeney gives Wenatchee the lead. A solo home run off of the southpaw Edgar here in the top of the fifth inning. That was Sweeney's first home run in West Coast League action this season, and his second overall also had one in non-league play. But the Apple Sox first home run since July 21st. There was a stretch where we assumed the Apple Sox were to go deep every night. Not so recently after they had gone 10 consecutive games without a home run. But Sweeney changed that up. From there, it was Jaden Williamson taking care of business. As he would go five and two-thirds innings, toss 68 pitches in relief. And he was phenomenal out of the pen, striking out seven dominating by facing the minimum in each of his first three innings on the bump in the fifth, sixth, and seventh. Now Williamson on for the Apple Sox in relief. Serves up a ball, grounded to short. Chance for another double play. Lopez to David. Over to first. In time for the fourth Apple Sox double play of the game. And that retires the side in the bottom of the fifth inning. Here comes the 0-2 pitch from Williamson. Swing and a miss for strike three down low. Poland able to hang on to the baseball, and that'll be out number one here in the sixth inning. Two balls and two strikes to count. One down. Williamson has his sign. The pitch. Swing and a miss for strike three. Two down in the frame as Jaden Williamson picks up his third strikeout of the game. Wenatchee would add a run in the ninth inning after Williamson had a tremendous eighth inning in which he gave up a leadoff single but then struck out three consecutive hitters in order. As the one-two is swung on and foul-tipped into the glove of Austin Owen for strike three. Williamson with a strikeout, his fourth of the game, and that is out number one here in the eighth.
of the righty's 0-2 offering. Reynolds swings and misses, first strike three. The big dog with back-to-back -back punch outs and two down. And a runner still at first here in the bottom of the eighth. And the tall right-hander delivers a pitch in there for Cold. Strike three. Jaden Williamson strikes out the side in the eighth inning. Let's go to the ninth. It's two to one. Wenatchee in the lead. In the ninth inning, the Apple Sox added that insurance run. Sweeney drew a one-out walk. Amundsen reached on a single and a throwing error put runners at first and second. A ball in center field that Dean West nearly caught. So Sweeney held up between first and second, but made it to second when West's throw was offline. And then Izzy Lopez would reach on a fielder's choice that put runners at first and third, but two down. He took off for second. The throw went into center field, and the Apple Sox were able to add some insurance. Twelve men left on base for the Sox. Two aboard with two down. Lopez will take off. Pitches outside for ball. The throw goes into center field. Lopez steals second, goes to third on the throwing error. That gets away as well. He will stumble around third, and now scamper back to the bag. And the Apple Sox are going to argue for interference at third. MJ Sweeney comes home to score on the throwing error. Lopez went to third on the throwing error. Sweeney scored, and the Apple Sox had their insurance run. And from there, Williamson took care of business. A 1-2-3-9th inning to cap the victory for the Apple Sox as they improved to 36-15 overall and 17-7 in the second half. The pitch. On the outside edge for called strike three as Williamson waves goodbye to the Bells. Edwin Anchi earns a three to one victory tonight, taking down Bellingham to remain in first place in the second half. Win number 36 of the season as the Sox improve to 17 and seven in the second half. Jaden Williamson, five and two thirds scoreless innings in relief, and he picks up the victory to give Wenatchee the win. It's time to take a look at scores from around the West Coast League on this Thursday night. Other action in the South Division before we get to the North. Ben defeated Springfield 10-2. Walla Walla an 8-5 triumph over Ridgefield. Catlett's top Yakima Valley 8-5. Meanwhile in the North Division, Edmonton swept Port Angeles with an 11-7 victory. That marked the 12th consecutive loss for the 12-39 Port Angeles lefties. Also in the North Division, two games of note. In relation to the Apple Sox, the Kelowna Falcons won 11-5, sweeping away the Kamloops Northpaws. Kelowna has now won four consecutive games, while Victoria swept Nanaimo with a 4-1 triumph. Victoria now winners of three in a row. That's still only two losses for them at home this entire summer. So with the win for the Apple Sox, they remain a half a game ahead of the Victoria Harbor Cats for first place in the second half. Kelowna remains two games out of first place as well. So everything that was the case entering play on Thursday remains the same. Wenatchee is in first, Victoria is hot on their heels, and Kelowna is not to be forgotten, not far behind. Now Kelowna's hopes of winning the second half are certainly dwindling as we head into the final days of the season. Just three games left in the regular season, but they are technically very much still alive, and it is very possible they could find a way to potentially uh, move into that spot. They're going to need to beat the Apple Sox a couple times, maybe three times, and they're probably going to need for Victoria to lose a game or two in there as well. So that's a look around the West Coast League scoreboard. Just three games remaining in the regular season, and that begins 
on Friday night. The Apple Sox will be at the Kelowna Falcons for the first game of a three-game set. First pitch at 6.35 p.m. with pregame coverage from Elk Stadium beginning at 6.10 when it being brought to you by Kennedy Real Estate Group on the Apple Sox radio network. Did you know that 21 former Apple Sox players have made it to the major leagues? This past April, Cincinnati Reds right-handed pitcher Casey Legamina became the 20th former Apple Sox player to make his Major League debut, and then the Apple Sox got their 21st former player to make it to Major League Baseball when Alec Jacob debuted for the San Diego Padres in mid-July. You might recognize a few other names across Major League Baseball. Marco Gonzalez of the Seattle Mariners, Drew Rasmussen of the Tampa Bay Rays, Ryan Kreidler of the Detroit Tigers, Griffin Canning of the Los Angeles Angels, and Michael Tolia of the Colorado Rockies. And those are just a few other players in the majors who previously spent a summer in Wenatchee. You never know which guy on this summer's Apple Sox team will one day find him suiting up in the big leagues at the highest level of baseball. To learn more about Apple Sox players playing professional baseball, please visit applesox.com and select the Apple Sox and the Pros drop-down option on the About column. In just a bit, I'm Joe Norman, and we're joined by Apple Sox infielder Izzy Lopez, who had a productive night last night amidst a quiet night for the offense. Izzy, two hits for you, a walk, and a couple of stolen bases. I want to start by talking about the stolen bases for you because you were two for three on the base bats, lead the team in steals. With the way the team has been offensively the last two days, did you feel more of a need to maybe do more with your legs? Were there more calls for running in that game? Uh, take me through that. Uh, you know, I just felt like trying to get the offense moving somehow any any way we can you know whether it's being on the bases or bunting the ball but uh yeah i've been just you know i've seen an opportunity to get to the next uh, 90 feet and i've been taking advantage of it tell me about that steal at third and the fifth and then the throw goes a little bit high was that one you guys are just trying to really catch them off guard there yeah that one i uh i remember i that that lefty would uh, one look a lot, so he gave me one look, and I just went right after that, knowing I had a pretty good jump, and luckily they overthrew it, and I scored. Was stealing some bags something you were really looking at going into the summer as, I'm going to work on that, or has this been kind of a nice byproduct of the summer? No, yeah, I definitely wanted to come in and steal some bags, get used to running, not being more aggressive, not being afraid to get thrown out. And I mean, I've been thrown out one time, but... You know, just it, it doesn't really matter. I'm trying to be aggressive, and if I get thrown out, then I get thrown out, but, you know. Pretty good, and that's the second game of August. You're finally thrown out at a game as well. Tell me about that at school. How much have you been running over the past year with uh, Missouri State? Is that something you had been doing much before when you were on, or is this something, like you said, you really were trying to work on here? No, yeah, I've been. we've been doing that at Missouri State. We work on uh, some base running stuff at, there at second base, and, uh, you know, I've been bringing it in over here, working on things over here. As a group defensively, you guys have been superb the last two days. And usually when you guys have days without errors, you win those games. But obviously it hasn't worked out here. How comfortable has that been going over to the turf? And, you know, I, I would imagine we can expect a pretty solid defense to continue. I know a lot of you guys prefer playing on the turf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, that hard field out there in Wenatchee, it's, uh, it's tough. So when you come out to uh, turf surface, it's, uh, it's a little easier. But, uh, you know, staying aggressive on every ball that we get, I think we've been doing good. Guys are making plays. It's just having fun out there. What's the biggest adjustment for you? And listen for this one. What's the biggest adjustment going from Wenatchee's infield to a turf? For one one thing, there was an adjustment when you had to go start playing at Wenatchee, but when you've gotten so used to playing there, I imagine there's certain bounces you almost naturally, your body's going to expect those, but you're not going to get them on turf. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, playing, going from Wenatchee to here, uh, it's honestly, I think, really good that we have that kind of field, you know. 
Uh, it makes you work a little bit harder on getting ground balls, making take a little more pride in your defense because if not, it'll show. And so, uh, yeah, I think it, coming out here to a turf uh, field, it uh, you know you just feel a little more relaxed. You had a play the other day. I think it was in this series where it was a ball hit to the left side. You kind of you got on the backhand, threw it across body. Might have been at home, and you almost got the out at first base. How do you feel about your range? Is that something you feel like it has improved a lot this summer? You've been able to get to a lot more balls. Yeah, I've, uh, I think I've always had some pretty good range, um, but you know, playing relaxed out here, I've been. That's what I've been trying to do lately: is play a little more relaxed on the field. I used to be a little more tense. And I feel it playing relaxed, I've gotten better jumps on balls and you know, just not being afraid to make a mistake, which ultimately helps you not make mistakes. Well, Izzy, thank you for the time. Best of luck here tonight. All right, thank you. That's Izzy Lopez, Apple Sox infielder, joining us. So the Wenatchee Apple Sox bookend the season series against the Bellingham Bells with victories. They won the first meeting between the two teams, lost four consecutive, but wrap up the six-game season series with a victory on Thursday night. And it's time to run through the numbers of this one. The Bells score one run on six hits, commit three errors, and strand three men on the base paths. Wadanchi, three runs, eight hits, no errors, and 13 men left on base. Jaden Williamson earns the victory in relief. Five and two-thirds innings of shutout ball. No runs, two hits, no walks, and seven strikeouts. His seven punchouts match a single-game high for him this summer after his outing against... The Bend Elks on July 18th when he punched out seven of that game. Williamson was an out away from going and matching his total for the longest outing out of the pen this summer. Six innings against Port Angeles July 6th. But another fantastic outing from the right-hander at Lewis and Clark State College. This effort by Williamson, the third different time this summer that he has pitched at least five innings in relief and the fifth time that he tossed at least four innings out of the pen. He improves to 4-1. His ERA drops down to 163. Sheldon Egger suffers the loss. Only run he gave up was a solo home run off of the bat of M.J. Sweeney. But a week after earning the victory against Wenatchee, he picks up the loss and falls to 1-3 this summer. Time of the game, two hours and 44 minutes on a great night for baseball. This one sure felt like a playoff game. And, you know, I think if the league is lucky and these teams are lucky, they'll meet again in the postseason but if they do, it would have to be in the North Division Championship game. Well, a big thanks as always to my board operator, Kellen Manhart, for running the controls back at our Sunny FM studios. This is Joel Norman saying that the Apple Sox win tonight, and we will be back on the air on Thursday night, when the or on Friday night, rather, when the Apple Sox take on the Kelowna Falcons, the final three-game series of the 2023 regular season. Hopefully much more postseason baseball to come after that. We'll take the air at 610 and hope to talk to you then. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.